I'm Chip Monk, and with me as always is Mr. Gimpy, and you're listening to the Combo Wombo Podcast. Podcast. What's going on, Chip? I was much just chilling, living my best life. How about you? Same, man. Same. Got uh, coffee on, on full blast here with the Combo Wombo. Got, uh, bourbon on blast here. I'm glad, glad it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's man. definitely not five o'clock here. <laughs> little the d- hair of the dog that bit you, man. I get it. I get it. The dog was little... bit the hell out of you if you got bourbon in the morning, man. <laughs> yeah, bro. This is, you know, 17 stitches on your ass, dude. This is the, <laughs> you're living the real lifestyle. <laughs> For sure, man. <laughs> uh, man Cultivated a true look, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, just, uh, you know, waking up next to a guitar, bro. Like that's how you live in sometimes. You know what happened? It's just like, <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I got that become man. a country musician. Wake <laughs> <laughs> up with a guitar and a couple of Grammys. Like what the hell? <laughs> what happened? Is... <laughs> right, you're in Nashville. <laughs> yep, things have just taken a weird turn. <laughs> it just it just happens that way sometimes, man. It straight does. Yep. <laughs> so uh, what's, what's new with you, man? I've been giving. Uh, just you know going to i filed my taxes right before the deadline Ooh. uh so what deadline's yeah. monday so <laughs> yeah yeah but you know whatever uh i usually end up getting so little back that it's not worth my time to do where i'm just like i'm gonna put this off as long as possible yeah. uh my taxes were a little bit more complicated this year but like, I don't know, like, I entered in all this shit, and it was like, you're going to owe us, like, $200, and I'm like, motherfucker. And I was like, wait, hold on, I got to, like, put all these losses in here, and I was like, we're going to give you, like, 100 bucks, and I'm like, all right, yeah, it kind of works out. <laughs> nice. Works better. Pay me what yeah. I'm owed. <laughs> yeah, man, I've been having a little bit of extra scratch right now, so I've been trying to find, like, the Xbox X-Series. Yeah. Uh, some X-Bay, dude. I've yeah, been looking man. around everywhere, like, uh, yeah. online. So so, what's your uh, what's your plans with the console? You got any games you're gonna get, or are you just gonna do some development for it, or emulation? Yeah, I want to like stuff? try and mess with uh, getting stuff from Unity onto there. Like at first, I was just like, oh, I can get the uh, S, but like S doesn't have 4K for some reason. Uh, so yeah, I wanted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it does 1440p. Like oh, uh, so, they have okay. the Series S, and then it does yeah. like it's like. They put less so graphic 2K. RAM on there. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, we'll put 2K in here, which is probably fine. But, like, if I'm going to, yeah. like, actually spend money on, like, a new generation console, I'm like, I want 4K, bro. I think yeah. even, like, the last Xbox series, uh, not series, but just Xbox, Xbox One, One X. X. Yeah. Yeah, that has 4K now. So it doesn't yeah. make sense for their new system not to have it, except that they're trying to save money. And it's, like, 200 bucks cheaper almost, I think, like. Yeah, I think one's yeah. yeah. I, so it kind of makes sense. It doesn't sense. have like a once, disc drive either, so they save money yeah. on hardware. They save like tw- two over with uh, less RAM. I feel you could just get away with trying to get because they're selling it at a loss already. Why not just remove the disc drive and uh, just keep the 4K and all the other specs? I don't know. It's because there's the Xbox yeah. One like uh, digital only edition that was basically that. So yeah. It's kind of weird that they keep on like slow. They've been like slowly shoehorning it in because like when they had like the Xbox Ones announced, they're like, "Yeah, we're no disc drive. You have to download always online." And everyone's like, "No, what am I gonna do? I don't have internet." And now they're like, "Yeah, this one doesn't have a disc drive." And everyone's like, "Yes, all right. It's like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks cheaper. I'll buy it." <laughs> uh, true. Yeah, true. but like if if I'm messing around with like next gen stuff, I want I want to see it in 4K. Like I was looking at like that new Gears of War and the new Halo. Yep. Uh, where they're like the 4K videos on YouTube, and I'm like, yeah, those look really good. Those like look worth buying the new Series X at like retail price for, not you know like the scalper prices where they want like two, three hundred dollars more. Uh, True. It's it's like a whole cottage industry of like people just uh, flipping them. You know? Yeah. Did you so did you choose the Series X because of the um, ease of development? Because the developer program is only twenty bucks. Yeah, that was kind of like, because I was like originally kind of looking more towards PlayStation. I like already have PlayStation now. I enjoy a lot more RPGs and stuff. But I like the developer uh, community that they already have. And it's like, before you'd have to like get a mod chip or like pay money for a special console to like have access to all those tools. Uh, or yeah, like even, yeah, it's like I 
think there's like a whole thing about like how kit, so you're right yeah people had to used to like reverse engineer dev kits for like those older consoles like i think there's one with the that the og nes or like or no sega genesis as well like ea with like that's why they had the yellow tabs on it yep yep because like they jailbroke their sega genesis and they're like all right let's make a game for this let's make a little game called madden let's see how this yeah. works out for us yeah and the reason ea did that is because sega um like had an artificial block on how many different games you could produce per year. Um, yeah. So, you know, EA uh, back in the day when they were an upstart company, they had the Madden was a new game, uh, their NBA series. Um, and they used to do a lot of um, like RPGs, actually like fantasy RPGs and fantasy action games that were like <clears throat> really high uh, production quality. Actually, it's so un EA from what we know now, but they had a lot of swords and sorcery style games that came out on the Genesis and they cut their teeth by going, we can circumvent the Sega seal of approval by making our own cartridge. And uh, I believe Sega tried to sue, yeah. uh, but I don't think it actually worked out. I, I, I should look this yeah, up. But... I want to say they lost because they didn't technically do anything illegal. Like it's perfectly legal. For you to reverse engineer, yeah, yeah, and make your own cartridge. Like, I think Sega's thing was like, oh, you clearly used a developer kit and, like, got around this. And they're just like, no, we just took apart your system and made it. Yep, so they used a, they took apart a retail Sega Genesis and figured out how their cartridge security worked and and how to get to their own proprietary code running on the Genesis, which is incredible. I, and it does lay the foundation for scummy business practices that EA would do in the future. But at that point, they were like a a couple of seeds were already planted. Right. (laughs) Right. Plants versus zombie style in a garage, you know, plants for for sure. So that's, that's an interesting bit. Um, yeah, man, that's 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 yeah. Cool. So like really the, now it's it. just now it's just twenty bucks. You flip a switch. Uh, yeah. Basically, the system's been like busted wide open. So like all the emulators work on it. I think to like PlayStation Three and Xbox One, uh, and like they seem to be running pretty good. But for my purposes, I wanted more to do tech demos where it's like I want to see the future. Nobody's really putting that shit out quite yet. Except for like that Gears game did look fucking flame, dude. Like, like <laughs> for like all the shit that they have on screen, like everything that's happening, you're like, damn, am I looking at like a CGI cutscene? It looked, it looked crispy. And like, even like the Halo with, I think the developers probably didn't know they're going to use RTX because like they didn't do some saturation stuff that I think would have helped make that stuff pop a, a bit better. more. Yeah. 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 And like, I would say it's almost like a, you have to do like a reconsideration of like uh, lighting, uh, like over your whole level, like when you use RTX, because it's like this real time ray tracing, and like it, it it takes into account like uh, ping pong of like light bounces. Yes. yes. So, I think if you're developing, thinking you're gonna have like already rendered lighting and like environments, and then you're like, no, it's gonna be real time now. Like, you need to re light the whole game basically. So from the ground up and redesign textures and the light yeah. maps like yeah what's interesting is uh so both major consoles are using amd cards for the graphics cards right now and uh the like the 60 the 6 6 thousand uh, series um just you know had a paper launch and uh it's just now supporting like rtx style uh lighting which uh, they're calling it something else i can't remember but um when the consoles came out in November, they were the only game in town that you could do AMD for uh, ray traced lighting. Um, I, it's so weird to me that AMD held off so long, and I don't know if it's because like Nvidia already had a stranglehold on it, and with their DLSS uh, 2.0, they really, really capped on that performance versus quality race. So it, it was near neck and neck because uh, when RTX stuff first came out. And um, you enabled it, your, your frame rate just, you went from like 60s, 60s being like the high point to 30, you know? Yeah, and, it it's like um, rendering everything twice. <laughs> exactly. Literally. Exactly. So then um, with DLSS 2, when that um, launched, uh, the the AI upscaling is what it is. So you could have RTX on and like 
re- actually render the game at like 1080 or something, but then the DLS will upscale it to 4K for you um, with very it's it's an incredible technology where it's very uh, little image quality loss to the point where when you're actively playing it, unless you have it side by side, you're not going to know the difference. And I think that, that that's something that AI has been used for for a little bit now. And that function of AI is absolutely incredible to me to where, you know, it's my, my computer isn't working harder to render this, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, 1080, I could, I could do this in my sleep. Yeah. It's it's like, it's all compression algorithms. So kind of, it's like the one thing that computers are really good at is like crunching a lot of numbers, especially like graphic card wise. And they finally realized that they're just like, oh yeah, if we just like put out a separate piece of like cores and just use that just for crunching these numbers, like that'd be good. And somebody was like, what if we use an AI algorithm? And they're like, what if we did? And then they just like put another (laughs) cluster of like, uh, processors just for like the AI like upscaling. So <laughs> that little girl from the Ortega commercials, uh, where it's like taco shells. It's like how can they keep falling over? Why not just make the bottom flat? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely like uh, been leaps in the technology, but it's crazy. Like I said, like that's why I want to like see that 4K like uh, real time lighting future. I've seen some of this stuff with a uh, I think Cyberpunk. They have like yes. a external plugin for like DirectX like 11 that allows you to like mess with like all the light settings in the game uh and i can't tell if it's like a filter or if it's happening in real time in the game i think it might be more of an overlay slash filter thing but like the things people do with it is like crazy like the different upscaling the different like looks and like things like when you when they have all of it going on, like you could cut like almost like a, a small movie in that game, and you'd be like you'd have to do the double take. You'd be like, "Oh shit, this is a video game!" Like, and I like that. I like those quick double takes. I've like there's been a few things now with like 3D yeah. models now like surpassing the uncanny valley, where it's like, "Oh, this person looks like a real ass person." Uh, Unreal just like dropped like a tech demo with like a dog. It's like check out yes, this new dog. I did see, and it. I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'll, shit, I'll looks like that a- up here too. That's sick." <laughs> Yeah, but then like I saw that and I was like, I don't want to shoot that dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's like it. You, I think this is like the one thing that video game developers really haven't taken into account is like when you are able to hit that 4K future when you have like realistic ass looking dogs. Like, I don't actually want to shoot that dog. Like, I will shoot like a robot dog uh, in a video <laughs> game, but like if it looks like fluffy, dude, like I'm like I don't know, man, like. <laughs> It's kind of fucked up. Like, this is the kind of shit that, like, will give me nightmares for life. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's interesting, man. Thing, dude. Yeah, like, I, I, I think, think we that. almost, we might need the Uncanny Valley, bro. Like, you can't be going around murdering people when it's indistinguishable from, like, reality. That's, you know? <laughs> it gets a little. That's some dark shit for eight in the morning, dude. I can't. Dude, it just is a little bit sketchy, dude. I just want an Xbox X. Is what I'm saying, dude. That's what I've been up to. Got it. it. (laughs) Uh, Let's wrap that up. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to uh, experiment with that. And I've been playing a little bit of Apex Legends. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, They have like uh, a new arena mode. Yeah. Yeah. And I was checking that out. My buddy explained to me, he's like, oh, it's basically like Counter Strike. It's not like Counter Strike. There's definitely like a buy system in it. Uh, but there's no objectives except to kill the other people. There might be objectives, but we're just killing the other people. Yeah. Uh, it's all right. It's you nothing. Know, just because it has a buy system at the beginning of the, of the round doesn't make it like Counter-Strike. That's all. It's like Counter-Strike, dude. There's a buy system in it. It's 100%. It's, it's, like, it's exactly hey, when, like When you play at the Sims, it's just like Counter-Strike. You can buy shit. <laughs> yep. Every round no, of The Sims is basically I, like a Counter-Strike I, map. I will say Apex Legends has been low-key killing it in the BR genre. Um, their, their most recent updates have been very solid, I feel. The new character they introduced is incredibly fun. Um, just the, the them willing to do a new mode that's not br is also awesome but i know like fortnite has like their playgrounds mode or whatever it's called i might be wrong on that but yeah um i i think those are the only two br games that are actually doing some branching out outside of their normal gameplay style which is really cool uh i i love that apex legends is leaning in a little bit to its history of titanfall 2 and the fact that titanfall 2 had free weekend a few weeks ago it like 
it became like the fourth most played game on Steam for like a game that's that's like eight years old, you know, yeah. <laughs> which is incredible. It's so, a good game, man. It's a it's a amazing game. Like Titanfall Two did not get the love because it came out at the on like a week before Battlefield One. And I feel like we talk about Titanfield a lot on this podcast we do we do because it's such a good game that people like like slept on and no one knows why like if you if you play like any fps at all if you're in that space you you're the person who's most likely played titanfall 2 but i feel the the public at a large just missed out on greatness like the the campaign was one of the best fps campaigns like of the past decade, you know, like definitely mech, the next generation of the last generation. Me- it is mechs are such a niche thing, bro. Like, I don't. It's like it's hit or miss with that. I feel like there's just haters of mechs for some reason out there. I don't know like, why. I can't, how do you not like? Yeah. How do you not like giant fucking robots like breaking shit? That's awesome. <laughs> I think there's just like a subset of people that don't like them. They for whatever reasons. I'm not out there talking to those people. I don't know them. <laughs> right. Right. I don't uh, want to know. But, them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Max, get the fuck out. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know that guy. Unsubscribe. Fucking leave. You gone, dude. It's gonna be an all mech channel from now on. You know? That's right. <laughs> We're only talking about mech warriors and Gundam. Right. There was a Gundam GTX card that came out. I think it was like a 3090. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it like was Gundam 3090. theme. Yep, yep, yep. Cool shit. And one buddy was about to buy that on the secondary market. That's another thing you can't find is fucking graphic cards to save your life. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, so shitty. There's a, money like, is a joke, bro. I can't even buy the shit I want with it. No X-Bay. <laughs> No new graphics cards, dude. Right, right. <laughs> just gonna just gonna blow it all on on food and liquor, man. And then you'd be like, damn, yeah. I could have had this Xbox. Shit, it's gone, dude. You never could have had it, dude. <laughs> it, was all, it was all just a fallacy. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's um, like this fake uh, coupons they put on the newspaper where there's like, oh, like the doorbuster deal, and you go there, and there's like three toasters for yeah. ten cents. Uh, yep. The art never yep. existed. Yep. <laughs> yeah man yeah. what have you been up to bro you've been out here playing titanfall i actually did uh reinstall titanfall and played it and had a fucking blast dude uh none of my normal crew wanted to play it though it's like i, I played it on pc and i feel like like a good subset of of my normal you've been threatening normal. to actually play video games with me for a while now Meryl. like I've you promised me I, <laughs> uh binding of isaac you're like oh you should play a new binding of isaacs with me i'm like yeah let's yeah. do it yeah, and you're man. like all right I'll get at you. And I'm like, all right, all right. (laughs) I I got, so with kids, right? It's, it's. Oh, don't use your babies as human shields, bro. Straight using it. Cause it's true, man. Like I, I got to the point where, where like I got stream days, right? Uh, Where I play games and um, I got another buddy who's, who's like the, who's, who's top ranks in Dead by Daylight and he wants to like teach me the game and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, man, we'll do it. I played one match with him, dude. (laughs) One match. And he's like, what the fuck, bro? I was like, I I don't have time, man. (laughs) It's just like a time. And uh, then I got, and then when, when other people are on, um, like, like my normal uh, group of friends that I usually play games with, they're all on that League of Legends kick right now. I'm bored of that game, so I'm like, okay, I'm they're just still gonna... playing League of Legends, bro, in they're, our Lord's Year 2021. They're, they're back on it, man. So I'm like, I'm like, League of Legends is is fun, but I it's I don't have the same enjoyment from it as before. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna fuck off over here and play VR or something, you know? I felt like uh, I was the only person who wanted to take it seriously, and mm. like for me, yeah. like it's not fun to just like dick around in that game. Uh, yeah. I'm like, let's try and actually win. Let's develop some strategies. Let's use our teamwork. Let's use our superior knowledge as adults to destroy <laughs> these 12-year-olds. Like, it shouldn't be a problem for us. And, like, most of the time it's not. But, like, there's yeah. winning and then there's, like, really winning. And I want to, yeah. like, just cutthroat run through kids. Like, yeah. uh, like I'll be up, like, in games where it's like, oh, this game's about to be over at 11 minutes. But because it's, like, the first game ever that some kid in there has, like, ever been up and, like, able to, like, snowball on somebody, they start, like, dicking around, like, chasing people. And I'm like, dude, nobody cares about you getting your first kill in the game, bro. Let's win this game. Like, it's... Uh, and nobody wants to be that serious. The thing with, with, uh, like, team-based games, especially MOBAs, is you're not only playing against the other team, but you're, you're, 
your gaming, your team's mindset. You know, it's like, it's like everyone, if everyone's out for themselves, you're going to lose. You know, it's like, hey, yeah. man, I got 40 fucking kills. I'm killing it. You guys all suck. It's like, it's a team game at the end of the day. We lost because you weren't a team player. Yeah. And that's Objectives like, oh, win games, know. not kills, man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you're like, no, uh, fuck that. I could snowball and do this. Like, you can. And it could, it, it definitely could work. But there's a such thing as a bad win. You know, it's a bad win if one person carried you the whole time. It means that that the teamwork was not there. I don't mind if like someone carries me. Like, go ahead. Like, <laughs> like right. But that's not gonna if you're if you're playing ranks, that's not gonna carry you to the high ranks. You know, like you yourself are gonna oh, get I know. by that. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, I've I've been so outside of that, man. I uh, I got the wireless uh, adapter for my VR headset, so I've been been full freedom just moving without a without a cord i'm like pinocchio man got the you know cord cut yeah. and, no uh, strings holding you no down strings on me right exactly exactly so after i did my little pinocchio jig and i uh, got my geppetto on i uh uh just was was playing just been playing like vr and stuff like usual um i'm into uh one of my buddies also has it and he's really really good at beat saber so i've been made i made it my mission to go in and beat all of his high scores so we've had okay. like a, we've had a challenge with each other. So he he'll like wake up on Monday morning. He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then just <laughs> slug on and just start fucking flailing just to beat my scores. So uh, that's been fun. Uh, I, I'm I'm uh, getting back into into the Power Rangers fighting game too. That's that's been and that's gonna um, branch up for a the little Sega bit. Genesis. No, no, no. Power Rangers <laughs> Battle for the Grid. The new one. It's the new one. Yeah, they uh, they added. Or they are adding Ryu and Chun-Li in Power Rangers suits from Street Fighter. I, it's on, like, the PlayStation Now. It's on everything, and like, bro. Yeah. And speaking of, like, free time, bro, like, I was on there the other day, and I was like, fuck, I should, like, Zero uh, Dawn Horizons on there. Oh, that's like, a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I want to play it. But I, like, looked at it, and I was like, I don't want to fucking spend the time <laughs> playing it. I was like, I have no you idea how yourself, much of this play it yourself like i don't know like i still might go play it but i was just like i could start playing this game or i could watch like 21 jump street dude so i watched 21 jump street uh i got no regrets on it all right all right yeah man i gotta stop the new the new 21 and uh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i figured you weren't watching you weren't going getting a nostalgia trip and uh watching johnny depp uh, cracking open the sega genesis (laughs) playing power rangers dude (laughs) for sure for sure so yeah i gotta like uh what was it thursday's the game day right like the last couple of thursdays i've been on dude and your ass has been gone i wop, i jump in it's just like uh mr mr butterball and daniel son and that daniel son and intoxicated fable and i just just say fuck it because no one's jumping on we just start playing rocket league for hours so nice <laughs> so, i mean that's I mean, that's what thursday night throwdown's about dude <laughs> uh, i don't know like i've would show up and nobody else was there because i was there like a couple weeks ago and so, like, I was, like, popping on. I was like, well, nobody else is on. Fuck it. I'm going back off. And then, like, for two weeks, I was, like, deep into a couple of web novels. I just finished, like, Praise the Orc. Okay. Uh, it's about okay. an orc. It's basically, like, Conan the oh, Barbarian, yeah. but he's an orc. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's okay. I, I, uh, that, I think that's what it is because, you know, like, on that Thursday night thing, I could always pop on about 9 o'clock. And then I feel like you're you're already winding down and get ready to go to bed because you work so damn early. And yeah. So, but when I hop on, it's usually like Professor will hop on a little bit later. Uh, Butters is usually there, and everybody else. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could still jump in, and maybe I could catch Chip at the uh, the last leg of it. And no one's been there. And like this Thursday, I didn't even try, dude. I was just like, fuckers are never on. I don't. <laughs> so whatever. Yeah, dude. I think, uh, <laughs> I think everyone just is leading that life where it takes like one or two of us not to show up, where like everybody else is like, like peeks in, and they're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Because so I feel funny. like I did that like a couple of times too, where like I've like logged on and like just peeked and I was like, oh, there's like one person here, I'm out, or there's yeah. nobody. Like, I, again, like I go on like way earlier too, where like I'll be on there like five, six, and I'm like, oh, nobody else is on here, I'm out. Right. Uh, right. That's that's the problem of like modern day adulting, right? It's like you want to ch- chill, play games with your buddies, or shoot the shit, but you also don't want to be asked to to take the time, right? <laughs> it's like it's like you need convenience and you 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 need um, the social interaction. So if you don't have the convenience, you're like ah eh, fuck it, I can do something else. Like my time has been has been spent watching uh, uh, Girls Five Eva on Peacock, which is an amazing, hilarious show uh, by Tina Fey. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Tina Fey, bro. Yeah, dude. This is the shit. I don't know. Um, um, and uh that new law and order criminal or um 
organized crime because uh, <laughs> Elliot Benson's back and and he's <laughs> he's ready to solve crimes and punch people in the face. So I've been getting my All old right. man on outside of that man. But <laughs> it sounds like it, dude. Straight, yeah, straight up, straight up. So, but yeah, man. Let's let's uh let's talk about a little bit of history here. We're talking about uh, the old man, the throwbacks. Let's uh the let's classics because we talk about the second. Take it all the way back you know, a lot. There when I was is, younger, I couldn't dream of this, dude. There is one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's one console that that was the last bastion of hope for a cartridge based systems and that console was the n64 everybody else was going disc you had right. your sega uh, saturns uh playstation your sega cds your blast stations you said uh what the fuck else was that the, the other one the, the jaguars uh CD yeah you have your like your aguars dude yeah. fucking your 3dos your yep. panasonics dude get the fuck yep. out of here and then uh, play, their PlayStation walls. And then here's Nintendo going. We can, we can do 3D. We can. We, well, well, originally it was supposed to be a disc-based system, right? They partnered yes. up with Sony. Yep. And then uh, they abandoned Sony, and that's like when Sony dropped the PlayStation One. Yeah. Uh, but it, the PlayStation was supposed to be the Nintendo 64, allegedly. Yes. yes. So so Sony was so spurned. That's by the Nintendo. mythos. Uh, oh, this is, that's that's true. So so the story with that is Sony oh, was I... so pissed. Like the higher ups were so pissed at Nintendo because they took they spent so much R and D making the disc based system to work with. Like they they first made it work with the Super Nintendo, right? And then Nintendo yeah. goes, mm, shelf that shit. Uh, we're gonna make a new console. Let's make it disc based. You guys work on that. And then uh, later on, uh, higher ups at Nintendo were like. Why the hell are we paying another company to do this when we could just make it ourselves and not and and just get all the profits for ourselves? And they're I like, wonder yeah, how much it, of that was just Sony. infighting at Nintendo because uh, Nintendo's been huge, yeah yeah Nintendo's always infighting with themselves where they have like a huge R and D department for physical hardware. That's yep. uh, so where you get your motion controllers, your fucking touch pads for your Wii U's. Like they create like a that. Mike Tyson punch out fucking arcade system where like it had gloves like way back in the it day actually, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, this is like before you would even think this is possible you're like what kind of mysticism are they using in this uh to get these graphics and this gameplay like yeah yeah it's insane. outside of outside of gaming nintendo's r&d department could probably rival spacex you know <laughs> like like yeah, the super uh, scope gun dude yeah the super soap gun was from nintendo just figuring out to just like have so how that worked was there's there's a little white dot in that on your tv and that's all the light gun was scanning for is that white dot so like playing duck hunt you could literally game the system by shooting at something white all the time as long as it's a duck on screen but you know i didn't know that as a kid and you could just you know it it works. What's the fun in that, great. man? Yeah, yeah, what's good. the fun in that? Yeah, man. So, so yeah, Nintendo's R and D department is incredible. Like the Wii Motion controls when that first dropped, and then Wii Motion Plus, other like motion control shit just aped Nintendo, man. Like I feel like yeah. in the larger scheme of things, everyone's copying Nintendo. <laughs> so, so Nintendo uh, for N sixty four said, "Fuck it. Why are we? Why are we going disc based? The loading times are slow." We um people don't like waiting for games. Let's stick yeah. with cartridges. And I'll let you said arcade what, oh the arcade uh yep thinking of like we gotta get them back in, get them playing fast. Like nobody's gonna like the most people will wait is ten seconds for a continue, bro. They're not gonna wait forty seconds for something to load up. Uh yeah. but yeah, so I don't know, like I wanna say I got Nintendo sixty four pretty early on i'd say like within the first year or two and like the only game that was dropped on it was like the mario 64 so i feel like i, I feel like <laughs> that game goes without game saying system. yeah <laughs> they're like all right we did it uh <laughs> we, ma- we made it happen it's, yeah yeah spent hours in mario 64 bro it's uh, like mario 64 ocarina of time and majora's mask were like the three that you had to own <laughs> yeah i only got to rent uh zelda 64 remember rentals so you go and you rent out a cartridge uh and you'd hope nobody else like goes over your save (laughs) like yeah it's just like well maybe next week he'll still be there i don't know uh yeah man yeah nintendo 64 is a banger like see so start with like uh yeah definitely mario i definitely you know got into 64 with the zelda like 
it's hard because like every game is just the name of the fucking game plus 64 <laughs> basically uh, yeah yeah so like i don't know like uh banjo kazooie we were perfect dark uh there's like uh paycheck or payday do you ever play that game operation payday no i haven't i haven't holy fuck it was like kind of towards the tail end of the system okay it felt like almost like time crisis like in the home system okay uh, okay yeah I, I think it was, uh, it was all right it's a bit nostalgic Four had a lot of of fun stuff because it was also at that time if you had more than one friend which i hope everyone listening watching and us do <laughs> um you always had to take turns right when you're playing games just like up, up the joy stuff like that or if you were lucky the joy, bro. To, have a multi-tap and certain games that require that could support four players like your bomber mans things like that your micro machines shout out <laughs> that supported multiplayer yeah, yeah. they definitely i would say created the minimum of like a four player well, yes, experience did. like at a home console level cuz like before that like you said you'd have to have like a multi-tap like i think like NBA Jam like on the Sega Genesis yep. it was like one of the few there's like so few games and like you had to check compatibility Whereas, like, it just came out of the box like that with the Nintendo 64 of, like, yeah, as yeah. everybody can play. It, and it was, like, pre-internet days, so there's, like, no real matchmaking other than, like, going over and, like, seeing if they're home uh, and yeah. they have, like, the extra controller or you bring your controller, dude. Like, uh, yep. Yep. yeah. And, like, after that, like, nobody, I think, has really attempted to launch, like, a serious console without, like, at least four-player support. There's been one. Oh, yeah? Right after the N64. Uh, once again, our old friend Sony, PlayStation Two, only had two uh, ports. <clears throat> the GameCube came. They had out the multi-tap before. though. They did, they did, but that's not what it launched with. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like I, I would say, like everybody has like a multi-tap. Uh, like yeah. Sony, Sony then like overcorrected. Like I think it was like PlayStation Three. They tried to have like eight-player like, connection. Eight players, yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, eight fucking people can play it, bro. Nobody has that couch. What no, are you talking was, about? It was uh, it was one player wired, seven connected because their Bluetooth chip inside could only support seven concurrent connections. So right. it's it such a weird, weird limitation. But they they pushed it. It's a weird idea, dude. Any did any game actually support that? I think it was a theoretical. There had to have been. There had to have been one, right? Yeah. Yeah. If, if anyone knows what game on the PS3 supported seven or eight players at once on the same console, not online, uh, yeah. just let us know because <laughs> I. I don't think so. I think it was just like it doesn't even sound fun, bro. <laughs> I could see Bomberman doing it. Like you're all on the same screen, you know. I could like, see maybe like a, your NBA Jam or like a like a four on four situation, like a team based game. Yeah. Like a, if you had like a football or a soccer or basketball, right? That gets uh, so fucking hectic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like I'm th- I'm thinking like not even 3D, like 2D, like top down. Yeah type yeah. of looking at things like yeah, I can't you need like such a splitting your screens up so you have so tiny screens <laughs> just like squinting to play yeah uh <laughs> everyone gets uh, a sliver dude so so you got the 64 like like right away basically like maybe like a year or two off um did you have all four controllers um how many controls think... did you break playing mario party <laughs> uh i think we slowly ended up with four like we had two like Controllers have always been hella expensive, bro. <laughs> like, uh, who had the Mad Cat? I want to know who who would you stick with the Mad Cat? What <laughs> the Mad Cat's third, always broke, bro. Controllers, yeah, they did. Yeah, but somebody always had to use the broken controller, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fucked up Mad Cat, bro. Yep. I think yep. I had one of those, and it was broken, and so it was like the fourth player controller. Um, <laughs> yeah, right I bought like a. <laughs> I remember like going to buy a Nintendo sixty four controller. It's crazy that we're like talking about this. It's like just like total recall this fucking memory from like uh the depths of the abyss. Uh and like I went in there, like they didn't have a fucking normal controller. All they had were like mad cats, and I was like, well fuck that. And then they had like some other uh I want to say it was an official Nintendo controller. It's like dolphin skinned controller. What the hell? So yeah. <laughs> so it was like it's supposed to feel like the texture of a dolphin. On the controller. A little precursor to the uh, GameCube's uh, development name, the Dolphin. <laughs> Apparently, dude. Like, I think like somebody made those controllers. They're like, no, we're that's a secret code, dude. Like, we're not supposed to actually make Dolphin skin controllers. 
you idiots. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo yeah, I had that controller. Fighting with themselves. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Left hand me, doesn't man. know what the right's doing. What about you? Do you have the full four set player? I uh, I had to live vicariously through my buddy. Uh, so he got the 64 right away. I got a PlayStation. Oh. Um, so so we would you know go to each other's houses and play the games that are worth it. Um, he ended up getting a PlayStation as well, and I just stuck with the PlayStation because my parents were like, "You already have a game system. Why do you need another?" Yeah, I we have Nintendo uh, at home. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm sitting here like the game that uh, made me an N64 fan was uh, Jet Force Gemini, um, a third person shooter made by Rare that had terrible controls now but um, at the time it was uh, so visceral it was like in our in our arcade in arcade game with like 30 levels you know instead so it was just like action all over the place you're just third person shooting people um it was very fun i loved that game my buddy only had it through a rental for like four weeks in a row what we would do is we'd rent it on the weekend right um you'd got the two-day rental from blockbuster um, Monday would come around. He'd go. He'd go there before school because that's like right when Blockbuster opened. Because he put the drop the tape in or the game in right before it opened. So they'd they'd open the store. They'd pull out the stuff and they start putting it back. And he'd wait. They'd put it back and he'd rent that shit again. <laughs> so so the whole uh, system, dude. Yeah, man. So we kept we kept doing that for a few weeks until we beat it. And uh, the game that made him want a PlayStation was. Uh, <clears throat> uh, it wasn't even Final Fantasy VII. It was actually Final Fantasy VIII because oh. the com- the commercials for VIII came out and the cutscene, the opening cutscene for Final Fantasy VIII CGI, was so dude. good. Yeah, where, it's where ridiculous. He's, like, he's like, "Holy shit!" And I was like, "It's just a video, dude. It's not the actual what the actual game looks like." He said, "Nope, I'm getting this game." He's like, "He's like, this is the Man. only thing I want." So and uh, Resident Evil Nemesis were the two. Surely the that, whole game looks right. like this. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Dude. So I ended up getting a PlayStation, and uh, you know when you get to how Final Fantasy characters looked, he's like he was a little disappointed, but the game itself was really fun. And then he went back and got Final Fantasy VII, and then like PlayStation with all of its RPGs, that's just that is just a rabbit hole, you know? <laughs> like you, yeah. you could you could lose a year of your life just from playing PlayStation RPGs because there's so many and there's so many easily. Bangers. Who had? Uh, I feel like anybody over the age of like 25 has lost a year of their life to a Sony. RPGs, dude. A hundred percent. And that's the big thing that was missing on the 64, because at that point, um, cartridges only had a certain amount of space, you know? So there was no, there were no big time RPGs on the 64. Quest Quest 64? It was fucking trash, dude. I remember being so disappointed with that game. There's a couple of fans, Uh, but yeah, all three of them. They're Uh, not fans, (laughs) dude. They're not. That was just the only thing they had, and they had to defend themselves every day, throwing knives and forks at the lunch table, talking about Quest 64 is a real RPG, boys. You don't, you don't know what you're missing out on. <laughs> they're like, no, dude, this isn't a game. So and they're like, uh, oh, no. what do you guys got? And they're like, uh, fucking everything, Final yeah. Fantasy, fucking uh, Monster Hunter, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. or, or uh, monster monster rancher back then. Do you, do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, um, it's fucking. You take the disc, dude. You have to put in a different CD to unlock a new monster. It's a good yep, gimmick. Yep, yep. Uh, the <laughs> it was well. That's a different different pod. Uh, uh, so so the sixty four really shined with like action games though and four player um, party style games. So um, like demolition. Uh, Destruction Derby was one. Uh, San Francisco Rush, uh, um, uh, Smash Bros. launched on the sixty-four uh, four-player character, you know, platform Star Fox. game. You know, Star Fox sixty-four was super short, but <laughs> damn, if that wasn't one of the best times you could have on that system. I, I've fucking played through Star Fox sixty-four so much, dude. That game was amazing. This is a perfect uh, rental game, honestly. Yeah, if you had for the yes. weekend, yes, you just like I beat it. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no parts of Star Fox 64 that are not fun, and the game lasts so it's so short where you well, you walk away feeling happy. You know what I mean? It's like it's it, it I always has, enjoy like, like the like, fucking the ribbits, like the fucking cutscenes because they can't do FMV. Yeah. It's just like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. what the fuck? So, so where the 64, <laughs> I think, uh, started to feel long in the tooth 
was games started becoming more cinematic. And I think something like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask really got around that by by having such a fleshed out world and an open adventure to the point where you didn't need the cinema cinemacism of like the PlayStation games with uh with their you know, rendered cutscenes. Cut yeah. Ex- exactly. Uh the one point where where you started going mm, something's wrong here. Uh, Resident Evil 2. Somehow, some way, <laughs> uh, Capcom hacked the hell out of that game to get uh, with super compression to get that game's cutscenes on a cartridge. And not Honestly, only that, it was, it was on one cartridge. That game was yeah. two discs and it just huge. So, how the hell? <laughs> I, mean, I, I want to say that it was like a botched business deal. So, to like make good on it, they brought over Resident Evil 2. <laughs> So so here's the story behind that. Uh, Capcom and Nintendo had a very good working relationship on the Super Nintendo era. Yeah. Um, and then Nintendo, after Super Nintendo, Sony had money to blow because they, they wanted to give the middle finger to, to Nintendo for screwing them over on the, all of this R&D for the disc-based system. So Sony was just handing out money, scooping up devs left and right. The biggest one that they grabbed that still hurts nintendo to this day is square enix or and by, at that time it was only squaresoft because enix was still a separate company uh yep. so nintendo lost out on on every single rpg from the super nintendo era so when this started happening nintendo goes all right capcom we need something from you they had you know i wonder Mega if Man they really did like though that. bro what do you mean like i don't think those games would have been as good if they developed for the nintendo 64 they would not have been, but they would have had the, I think. The, it's like a weird alternate timeline, you know, yeah. where it's like they'd have to deal with like so many other issues with like compression and stuff where. But do you I think, think if they kept, if they kept like the relationship with Squaresoft and stuff that the Sony relationship would have been soured? So then you'd have the disc based system. <laughs> that's, the, that's the ultimate Possibly. universe question you have to ask, man. There's so many different timelines. That just me yeah. saying it, just breathe it into existence. It's <laughs> out there somewhere. Someone's yeah. living in that reality, bro. Yeah, man. World uh, War Three was started because of that shit, dude, in that timeline. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so uh, Capcom goes, okay, well, they signed a contract to give uh, Nintendo two, it was either two or three exclusive Resident Evil games. Um, or games, but they they later decided it's going to be Resident Evil games. So the first one obviously came out on the PlayStation and did fucking gangbusters. When Resident Evil Two came out, it came out on the PlayStation and did fucking gangbusters. But Nintendo wanted a little bit of that crack cocaine that was survival horror. I think that so, FMV fucking just set it up to like it was like you ain't seen nothing ever like that before in your life, bro. We talked about like the Halloween spooktacular episode, but yes, yeah, sir. like they're so early and like you just drop that on us. Capcom, are you kids? Yeah, yeah. Cap- Capcom. I mean, we could do a whole episode on that, man, because they have sneakily every single generation have had at least one game that just changes the the fucking world, dude. Like, talk about about how shitty business practices Capcom has done with like Street Fighter Five things like that. But and Street Fighter Cross Tekken. But for all, every misstep they've had, they've had one game where you're just like. Fuck, this is one of the best games I've ever played in my well, life. I feel like <laughs> modern Capcom is like just sitting on their laurels almost, where like because they have so much money in the bank and they have so many like banger IPs, they're just like, oh, they they almost want to like pull a Konami where they're like, we just want to become like a licensing company. Like, we just want to sell toys and like DLC. We don't want to actually make video games anymore. Like, because like the, the ROI is like huge if it hits, but like when they're sinking out like so many turds, dude, like. It just doesn't make business sense. I, I think that that uh, it depends on which team of Capcom you're talking about, because a lot of the because you know they're split up into teams. Like there's the yeah. Resident Evil team, the Street Fighter team, and then there's like the the third party team that just makes new new IPs. Um, so and then once one of these like other teams get like they make their main franchise, they get like free reign to make whatever they want afterwards. So I think the I think that they're really experimenting on on different things though, like the new newest Resident Evil, Resident Evil Village. Um, like really flips the franchise on its head. You know, they have uh, the werewolves you're fighting, you have vampires and stuff, and um, it's still dealing with bioweapons. So it's it's a very interesting take on the franchise. Just become but- Underworld. <laughs> 
yes, but in a good way. Remember, um, like the end of Underworld, like it basically was Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like the humans found out about like the werewolves and vampires, so they began hunting them in mass and like started a huge like war. Uh, it's kind of like now Resident Evil is becoming more like Underworld. <laughs> no, if if you play through Villain, you'll see. I don't want to spoil that game; still new, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone else. But um, so Capcom uh, developed Resident you Evil. You already played the Village. So Fulfilling, fulfilling one of the contracts. I started it. I started it. one of my buddies already beat it, and I and I avoided the hell out of a stream. But uh, yeah, all right, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Um, so, uh, and then after that, they started developing Resident Evil Zero, which was set before the first game, um, but like um, where it ended was like a the day of the first game. So uh, Resident Evil Zero um, was originally developed for the N64, and that had a character switching mechanics. So you had to solve puzzles with each different character. And uh, it just was too big for the console, so it ended up coming out on the GameCube, fulfilling one of the contracts. And Resident Evil Remake was exclusive to the GameCube, and then Resident Evil 4 exclusivity for the GameCube for one year before it came out on the PS2. I would say Capcom uh, hit the fucking ball out of the park of the gamecube dude like all the games yes. they dropped on gamecube dude like yeah that your was viewful probably... joe your fucking uh I would other argue... game with the dog whatever the yeah. fuck that was called i would argue that the gamecube or what's that the seventh console generation era um maybe the sixth the viewful era... joe yep yep that era of capcom definitely was probably on par if not better than 90s capcom um because yeah. You know, like the games you mentioned. Resident Evil 4, uh, one of the best games of all time. Okami, considered one of the best games of all time. Uh, you know, Beautiful Joe, uh, uh, you know, those are three that I can name off the top of my head. I'm sure there are others. Um, oh, there's a couple big ones in there. I can't remember their names, but I'm kind of like yeah, pulling yeah, the images in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, seriously, <laughs> this Capcom was killing it. Um, so... Oh, uh, uh, Capcom vs. SNK 2 uh, came out then, which was an amazing fighter. And people, it, it takes so much to have licensed fighting games like that, where people are like, CVS3, CVS3, it's it's going to take some time. The companies have to have like this synchronicity that, and, uh, that uh, just doesn't happen, you know, easily. So... Yeah. but yeah yeah that's it's uh, weird that's like because it's not necessarily even just a question about money it's like having a good working relationship yeah. you're basically handing off like your baby to somebody else to uh you know take care of yeah. uh, and like yeah there's gotta be a lot of trust there it's like oh, i don't want this i mean you see that with like a lot of like the george lucas games where like when they license those out now like the star wars games where they're like yeah. oh we were just trying to get money. We didn't know that this would damage our IP if, like, they ass, yeah. drop shitty games. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, so Capcom, you know, yeah, it was a four-game deal with Nintendo. So Resident Evil 2 and 64, uh, Resident Evil 0 for the GameCube that started development on the 64, uh, Resident Evil Remake, and Resident Evil 4. So they fulfilled that contract after, like, 10 years. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's incredible. But, but um uh, like like the lack of FMVs is is one of the things that hurt the sixty four. Also, the they fact started that doing it with like fucking Tony Hawk Pro Skater two. Yep, like they started using some weird ass compression. I think uh, like Blinks or whatever video compression Blinks, yeah. they start yep. start using for all those old fucking cartridge games. Uh, it was terrible. The but audio quality was ass. The like you you didn't was... know any better unless you had like a PlayStation side by side. Yeah, and you'd be like. They have like an actual like legit skate DVD fucking playing, and I got this ass play, dude. What sucks is I remember. So you could never have the best of both worlds, right? So if you played the wrestling games in the '64, which those are the the highest peak that wrestling games have ever gotten to. Uh, fight me if you don't believe me, but um, you know if you're playing uh, 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 what's it? No Mercy. WWE right? WrestleMania 2000. WrestleMania 2000 at No Mercy. And uh, what's the WCW? WCW versus NWO Revenge. That's what it was. Yep. So if you're playing like any of those games, right? Gameplay is fantastic. You have four players, so you could just tag team your buddy all the time, right? You had full campaigns where, where you're going after the tag team titles. Um, the, the downside to that, you're intro was just your character walking out with uh with like a jpeg 
of the of his intro in the background with like super compressed music that was only like 10 second clips of the actual song <laughs> next time Dude, on... <laughs> the, oh god bro uh i don't know like uh i have a nintendo 64 emulator yeah. uh with wrestlemania 2000 and yeah. i put you and me in there uh doing nice. an intro nice uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there right. a good time to mention that <laughs> but uh you know, I feel like this is the only <laughs> opportunity. Awesome. I like had an idea where I was like, "Oh, I'll, uh, we could use this at some point for the Combo Wombo podcast." <laughs> and then, like, I started doing it, like, I kind of forgot about it. And like, I was talking like, about, I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Fuck, I did that, didn't I?" Oh shit! That's awesome. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll send you the video after this, dude. I like it. I like it. Um, so then, on the other side, on PlayStation, you have SmackDown. Full, the actual intro for the wrestlers are, are, are popping out on the screen, right? Gameplay, while fun, was not, you know, uh, No Mercy or WrestleMania 2000. I think it was just those. those extra, like, C buttons uh, that allowed, like, a lot more things you can do where you could set up, like, a grapple and then, like, have different buttons besides, like, the main. Yeah. It's like, you know, those two extra buttons go a long way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, there are two different development houses too. Um, like, was it THQ that did the SmackDown games when they actually had a good team? So it was it was different, but they, you both they're both good games, you know. But I think the sixty four like PlayStation players really wanted the sixty four gameplay, and sixty four players really wanted the PlayStation's like like spectacle, you know, um, and the sound quality. Like, <laughs> like uh, I remember my buddy brought over his sixty four just so we could play uh, No Mercy. And, uh, like I said, I've, I've had surround sound my entire life. So we hooked it up to the living room TV and the sound system and hearing how low quality that the, the rocks intro was, like the game was fun, but even my dad was like, why does it sound like that? Is it broken? It's like, no, it's just how it sounds. Yeah. Star yeah. Fox. <laughs> but uh yeah, and then, so I think we can't talk about the 64 without mentioning it bringing life and being laying the groundwork to FPSs uh being accepted by the console crowd and actually having yeah. two that worked. I'm talking about uh GoldenEye 64 of course and Perfect yeah. Dark. There were other games, but those are the two seminal games that uh you know, everyone remembers fondly. Any uh, any fond memories of that? Uh, Golden, I used to love the proximity mine. I was that asshole who'd always like place proximity mines everywhere. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's super fun. Like I got really into Mission Impossible at one point. So it's like between like renting out like uh, Golden Hour and Mission Impossible. So I'm gonna rent out Mission Impossible. Uh, not as good as Goldeneye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, those those a third person, uh, uh, kind of a stealth action game, right? I remember, you actually had stealth yeah. missions in Mission Impossible. It's completely yeah. different. Whereas, yeah. like, uh, you know, Goldeneye really hit like that fast pace. Like, I mostly play Goldeneye as multiplayer, dude. Like, I don't think I really ever played the campaign of Goldeneye. Like, I've started watching people. <laughs> yeah. I started watching like some YouTube videos of people playing through it at one point. I was like, I don't remember any of this. And I was like, I don't think I played a lot of fucking single player Goldeneye, dude. Who does that? What's funny, dude, is the campaign is actually surprisingly great. Like the soundtrack is great. The level design is fantastic. It yeah. it holds up. I don't, I don't fucking argue that Goldeneye's campaign holds up more than it's. I'm not saying it's bad. I just never yeah. got into it because like, you know, I got like uh, three bros. So yeah. Yeah, it yeah, was like we're all playing. We're always playing multiplayer, so N- nobody wants to watch you like beat Goldeneye, bro. Get up, get them sticks. Let's go. <laughs> right. Uh, how about Perfect Dark? Any any uh, fond memories of that? Or uh, just the expansion pack. Yeah, Remember the yeah, fucking? I bought that shit, stuff. dude. Day one, I was like, it's gonna give me so much more power, dude. The whole all the games are gonna look completely different. I don't think that thing did fucking anything, bro. Uh, DK64, what, Banjo-Kazooie, I want to say, and uh, Perfect Dark were like the games that used it. I think they realized like it was a terrible business model to have games that depended on it. So they were just like, okay, now it's optional for everything else. Like, don't don't At least least Donkey Kong came came packaged with it. Yeah. Yeah, I just bought it separate. Got it. Um, Living it. uh, Donkey Kong was a banger, bro. What's that? 
Donkey Kong 64 was a banger. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Uh, DK. Just hit hits after hits on the 64. Yeah, the problem is is these these tentpole hits were like the only game though. There was no, there were barely any like filler games that that could keep the sales going. Because PlayStation had yeah hit after hit after hit, but it also had filler games that that like round up the year to the point where the PlayStation definitely won that won that side of the console war because the Saturn just like pissed itself on 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 start. So Sega had to go back to the drawing board, Think. leading way to the Dreamcast. Uh, Nintendo, like Mario 64, it has like it always had like these big releases, but it had so much time between these big releases where Sony didn't even have to play catch up. It just had to release like like three games a year that were, you know, enough to to ship consoles to the point where you could either go, hey, I have this one game on the 64, or I could have these three games on the PlayStation right now. So. Yeah, man. It definitely, like, also led to a lot more, like, uh, novelty of discovery. Like, we're talking about, like, going into, like, a rental shop. Like, you know, it's not something you do now, but it'd almost be like going to Netflix and seeing, like, the only eight movies on there. You'd be like, wow, this isn't worth my, like, time or money for, like, this service. But, like, you know, you go there and, like, you see a bunch of movies on there. Like, yeah, I'm never going to watch that fucking movie, but, you know, it, it makes yeah. it feel like there's more. So, like, when you're out at the rental store, and, like, you see, like, the one a row wall of like Nintendo 64 carts. And then like you turn around, there's like three lanes of PlayStation <laughs> games. Yeah. And you're like, All right, I'm just going to like, what are they doing over there? What are these games? Like, I don't want to know more. Like, yeah, there's something to that. Uh, yeah. It's like yeah. almost like guerrilla marketing, like an unintentional, unintentional uh, consequence. Yes. On, yeah. Of like yes. how we play games over here, but also Nintendo has always been used to be really tight with their licensing. So, like, the Nintendo seal of approval, like, it's hard to... And they're fucking tax the shit out of you. Three games a year, I believe. Yeah, you're limited to the amount of games. You're limited to the amount of carts you could put out. Uh, You're limited to the type of games. Like, they wanted control of, like, what games were coming out when. Uh, So, it's hard to work with, like, if your business model is, like, trying to, like, flood the market or, like, pump out, like, any game, like, to scale. Yeah, Where it's, like, they're, they're trying to move, like, millions of, like, units uh not fifteen hundred a quarter bro like <laughs> so um just to kind of get get to the point of wrapping this up um the sixty four was not a failure but it it was the first time where nintendo nobody called nintendo sixty four no, 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 a failure I'm, bro I'm, let me, let me nobody even that. mentioned that let bro like it. nobody brought that it. up let me get to it uh so, you're like yeah God. they're kind of a loser and it was no, like no, the no. worst uh, so, system so, but I, i'm saying i wouldn't say that it's the first time since Nintendo jumped on the market that it, you could say that it lost um, one of the console wars, right? One of the battles. Uh, Sony definitely won. Nintendo second. Sega pissed themselves, released a Dreamcast, and then, wow, foot and belly up. Uh, so after that, you have the GameCube, which they they hit... I think they ended up third place because Microsoft was the upstart. I think Microsoft sales in like Europe and the U.S., had it hit second above the GameCube, and then Nintendo just went, just flipped the switch to go casual, hit the Wii, and then just did the crazy numbers. And yeah. then they legitimately failed. the The fa- big fail. Nintendo has had two failures: the Virtual Boy and the Wii U. <laughs> um, I don't think the Wii U was a, like a complete failure. It was. Oh no, it was. It, it was, was fine. It, up, dude. it was no, fine. It it's. Every game that was worth it on the Wii U, they ported over to the Switch. Like, yeah. there, there's no point of you even owning a Wii U right now. Um, Nintendo has just been the, the the two things, or the one thing from the Wii U that's carried over is Amiibos. Like, they don't give a shit about anything else that console did because they like was, to pretend it never happened. It was marketed terribly. Uh, the naming convention was awful. Like, like so you you get the Wii that is marketed towards casuals, right? And then you you release this next console in line, but instead of making it like it, it would have done a million times better if it was named the Wii Two. Uh, I would say people didn't even know it was a new console. They were like, uh, I don't even, I don't even think it's that. I think like you're saying, like they're pushed it to the casual market and they basically gave you like a $300, like I like iPad, like shitty iPad. And they're like, Oh, give this to your children to play with. And it's like, 
what if they break that shit, dude? That's 200 bucks. And like, you want them to like be running around with this thing? Like, no, I'm not buying my kid a fucking $200 like tablet, dude. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous yeah. for like games. Uh, <laughs> like, it's just like, I, I'm surprised. Like, uh, and they're kind of trying it again with like the new Switch, like the where it's like handheld now. Like, yeah, that's it's the weird. replacement for your Game Boy and your DS, the Switch Lite. So, yeah, and like, I think most parents don't mind that because it keeps the kids off the TV. Yep. Uh, but it's still pretty expensive, all things considered. But like most kids, I, I think it's been like a learning curve too, though, is like ah. cell phones have now become more widespread. So kids are now used to like interacting with electronics like that. Uh, I, I think like that's a lot of things like people forget is like uh, touch screens and like cell phones were still fairly new and not as widespread like when the Wii U dropped. Okay. Uh, so it was definitely like a, a premium market item that's for casuals. Uh, but the children, like people don't want that shit for their kids. Like that's my theory behind it. I have nothing to prove this on, but I'm just saying like human psychology wise, like if I'm like have the choice between that and like the old Wii and the Wii, like the old Wii's like 60 bucks in the yeah. same store. I'm like, hey, we're going to get you a Wii, dude. Like it, it gets you up. It gets you moving around. Like all the things are good selling points and branding for parents is like, it's going to keep your kids active. They're going to have fun. They have to like, it's more kinetic. It's more motion. They're not going to just be sitting there being a lazy, like piece of shit <laughs> playing call of duty for your kids. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, son, you're a lazy up. piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get you dance, dance revolution, get you up and moving. Uh, uh, what was the other big one? Like, uh, we're going to get you playing Wii bowling, bro. Yeah. <laughs> selling game Something for you. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense it's a, yep it's it a great game it does all right bro so um last little point what was your favorite 64 game um if i'm not picking mario 64 it has to be golden eye golden eye is definitely probably the one i put the most hours into just yeah. with other people yeah yeah what about you yeah. what are your uh your yeah, picks. without without picking Mario sixty four because um, I think it is actually <laughs> that. Um, <clears throat> I think it's actually, and this might be recency bias because I recently played through it last summer. But Mischief Makers, uh, it's one of Treasure's like releases on the sixty four is that and uh, Sin and Punishment. But Mischief Makers was so much fun. It had like puzzle elements, and it was a platformer. And nobody's uh, played iconic... Mischief Makers, bro. Shit, shit. <laughs> you, people have played Mischief Makers. Nobody. Like a... Okay, okay. Like yeah, if you took a, if I went out and asked ten people on the streets if they played Mischief Makers for the Nintendo sixty four, they're gonna look at me like I'm trying to rob them, bro. They're like, is this a fucking riddle? Is is like, am I being punked right now? Are there cameras? What is this? Uh, Are you so making outside, up shit? Okay, okay. Outside of that, outside of that, Jet First Gemini. Outside of, um, but uh, WrestleMania or not WrestleMania? Uh, no Mercy. Um, I had the most fun. Was the most like uh, late nights. So I'll I'll say if I if I'm going to the game that probably everyone has played, uh, WWF No Mercy would be my favorite 64 game. Many I'd many sleepless like, uh, nights. So many like kids of Mountain Dew and Coke that just were piled up and just knocked down in our sleep because we played that game until you passed out with the controller still in your hand. Uh, you know, shout out to uh, Chris Jericho, my guy, <laughs> my guy. In he's those still games. out there, dude. Chris Jericho, uh, The Rock, the Dudley Boys doing the three the the Dudley Death Drop with uh, my with my buddy. Is Jericho still the champion? No, he lost the belt in he, AEW. He lost right? it in AEW. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, he's in a program right now with uh, Darby Allen. See, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. To She's wrestled. The like, key was in like the war game, like the new war games they had. Did you see that at all? Oh, that that controversy where he landed on a pillow. <laughs> what? <laughs> that deal. Uh, was... Like everybody got messed up in that thing, dude. Yeah. Oh, did you watch it? Because um, no, his, like I just it, heard about like third hand. Oh, his stunt. The, like there was this like a stunt platform that he fell onto. Um, yeah. the camera looked at it like way too too deep so it was like uh it was like a sort of mattress <laughs> like All like right. underneath with like uh if like i'm taking a bump bro i want to yeah I'll take a bump on a sort of mattress bro <laughs> you want it to look a little better than that so like it was like falling I mean, onto a bed but yeah 
this yeah, the first so time they did anything like that. Like, shout uh, out Chris Jericho. Uh, Stone. Everyone played Stone Cold. Everyone played The Rock. Everyone played. What's Triple the H. other? What are those organizations called? Is, uh, right. Factions. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, no, like Jericho's like new group that he's in. Uh, the in wrestling. Yeah. What's the uh, other one? The Pinnacle. Yeah. Yep. 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 Pinnacle. The uh, MJF's crew. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> Those yeah, are good those names. Are, those are good group. I feel like yeah. that's AEW's biggest problem is everyone has a group in there. I think it's a problem if you don't book it well, but I missed the days of um, WWF having factions. Like, you know, you had DX, you had the, um, uh, the Ministry of Dark, Ministry of the, the Corporate yeah. Ministry. The fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. He had some cool uh, shit. Uh, you had, what was that one like? Nation Sky of Domination. Giants. Too cool. Yeah. Too cool. Yeah. 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 It's a good stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, we're getting off topic. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, talk, yeah, got so, lost in that wrestling talk. So, uh, WCW WC. versus NWO on 64 is pretty good. Yeah, uh, that's great too. My yeah. wrestling game pick for that would have to be uh, WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. Uh, yeah I think it hit me perfectly in the zeitgeist with the. Definitely, I like traded up to SmackDown. Uh, yeah. for PlayStation 2? Yeah. Well, I think it's PlayStation. Was it PlayStation 1? It was PlayStation Fuck. 1, yeah. Yeah, oh, so damn. Uh, WrestleMania 2000 was the first game in like, that that series, and No Mercy was the sequel. The reason I picked No Mercy is, that is you have so many more characters, you know? Yeah. And that was after the uh, uh, Vince McMahon bought the WCW, so he had WCW people in there, too. So so that's that's why I lean towards that. But, yeah, good, good stuff, man. All right. All right, guys. So mm-hmm. that is... The Combo Wombo podcast for Chip. We're just a couple old guys talking to you about Nintendo 64 and wrestling. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah, thanks, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribing. Yeah, bitch. All right, guys. Take care. Peace. See ya. Throw us man a retweet. <laughs> <laughs>